Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Howdy y'all, this is Bob Nightingale, America's so-called sweetheart. He says what Liam says. I'm not sure about that, but you listen to Pod and Lansdowne. Live from the Jake, you're the movie guy. What are the, some of the big theaters in the Dolby LA? Theater? That's the Dolby Theater. The Dolby Theater. Oscars usually are. Uh, Staples Center. The, uh, well, actually, it's Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> It's not back to Staples Center after Liam. Figure out that mic for me, King. No, sorry, I was just. This is a professional award show. Yeah, we're trying to fucking set up. We're trying to get a production off the ground here. All right, I figured I could, I could tweak it since we're only twenty seconds in. I wouldn't get. No, you thought wrong. We're live. We're live on the air right now. Fuck it. (laughs) Every major network airing this right now. So from the. Crypto.com Arena in Los Angeles, California. This is the second annual Havsey Awards presented by Pot on Lansdowne, presented by Crypto.com, presented by FTX. I am Billy Crystal, a.k.a. Fitz. I am one of your co-hosts today, or tonight, I should say, because it's a beautiful night here in uh, the City of Stars. Thanks for joining us. I'm also joined by Changang, a.k.a. Liam, and Dead Reckoning Part 1 in theaters now, a.k.a. Jake. <laughs> You're going to go see Dead White Reckoning Part 1 very soon. And here I'll be in there Los tonight. Angeles. In, I'll be, in Hollywood. Yeah, right. Sorry, really quick addendum to this conversation. But when you asked where the uh, where things were hosted, I just Googled Emmy Awards really quick. And on the Emmy Awards Wikipedia, you'll never in a million years guess who is featured in a photograph on like the main Emmy Awards Wikipedia page. You'll never in a million years get it. And I'll just tell you. It's our friend, the Mad Fisherman, Charlie Moore. No, no fuck off. No, no way. Yeah, no way. Yes. 
there's a subsection where it's it's regional, like the regional Emmys, and then and on on the right it's New England sports personality Charlie Moore holding a New England Emmy Award in 2011. <laughs> Charles Abernathy Moore. Holding... I'll send you guys the picture. Uh, I mean that maybe that's our uh, maybe that's our episode picture on Twitter. <laughs> I think <laughs> we found it. I think yeah. we found it. I just said it to you guys. It's a great picture. He's got the mo- the faux hawk and everything going. We got to get him on the pod, man. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, we should just go fishing with him. That's a great photo. It's got the. Can old, you guys like, fish? Tom I can't fish. Logo. I can't no. fish for shit. No. Have you ever fished? Yeah. I, you know, oh, I've, 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 I've gone uh, fishing. Oh, I've never. I don't. It's one of those things. It's kind of like golf, where like it, it's a fun excuse to go outside. I'm not necessarily good at it at all, but you know, it's it's not the the you worst seen, way to spend your time. You ever seen Jackass Two, where Steve-O puts the hook through his uh, cheek, and then they <laughs> he jumps off the back of the boat and they fish with Steve-O? Yeah, I don't yeah. think I, it's I a haven't good seen one. that one. It's a good. It's a good <laughs> bit. You talk about a man addicted to his craft, like just absolutely dedicated yeah. to his craft, master of his craft. That's absolutely. But anyways. The Habsy right. Awards are here. Yeah, the Habsy all the the stars are out. It's it's podcasting's biggest night. I get yeah, I mean everybody's everybody's saying it. You're always heard, saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Dua is wearing that dress here on the red carpet tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, all the stars are out. All the stars. Yeah. But no, we're happy you could join us. Second annual Habsy Awards. We'll be getting into the awards here. We have special guests who have uh, stepped in and presented their own awards uh, to mark the end of the first half of the 2023 Red Sox season. We'll be getting into all of that. But first, before we get into all that, this is kind of like the opening monologue part of the show. You know, we just kind of riff and be like, uh, you know, uh, Bobby Kelty's in the audience tonight. Give it up for Bobby Kelty. Then we make up. Bobby oh, this Kelty is where we show. make this is where we make jokes about how. Uh... Like, they always make jokes about how Hollywood, there's, like, Ow! and stuff, but then they just kind of laugh about it. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, Harvey Weinstein's here, and he's... Ow! And then they're all, they all laugh. And it's like... Ow! Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I'm doing right cut, now. cut to Rob Lowe or Denzel. Somebody yeah. like that. Jonah well, Hill going... Well, the best one is... Um, is He's um Brendan Fraser don't oh yeah Jonah Hill is it but it's oh. uh, yeah, Jonah Fraser. Hill's in the news folks <laughs> yeah right Jonah Hill's here tonight folks Jonah Hill <laughs> we should we only canceled celebrities come to the <laughs> Matt Lauer is here <laughs> disgraced give it up for Kanye him. West <laughs> um. The best of those uh, reaction ones is uh, Brendan Fraser sitting in the audience. He does the clap and the point at the. Uh, I think it's the, <laughs> it's, golden it's the most unnatural movement <laughs> to, known to man. Uh, we love Brendan Fraser, don't we, folks? Yeah, we love we love him. We Oscar love, winner, we love the whale. We love Oscar the whale. We love the whale. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the Red Sox, man, speaking of things that we love, nice little run they've been on, Liam. As Are we, we back? We might be Liam. Are we back? Um. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We're back. We are back. We're Barack. After, it's not Jover. After the longest first half in the history of, of Red Sox baseball, uh, somehow this team is five games over 500. Yeah. After I don't know how we have. Can you believe it? Yeah. We've had some highs in Buddy. We've most certainly had some lows in this first half of the year. But as it stands right now, after all of that, through all the chaos, up, down, indifferent, 48 and 43, two games back of a wild card spot, one game back of the Yankees, who are one game back of both 
Toronto and Houston, who both hold the second and third wild card spots as it stands right now, right in the mix. Right only in the nine games. Uh, listen, I don't want to get too big for my britches, but only nine games back of the Rays. Considering how hot the Rays started, yeah, it almost feels like games. a little bit. Feels like a minor miracle, doesn't it? You September know I mean? 2011. All I'm saying. Yeah, right. The little saying. little little payback. You know, maybe Devers sneaks one over the. Uh, the wall in right field at Fenway last game of the season, kind of a reverse <laughs> right around the basketball. Right? If you're talking about home runs, just snuck over like very small, like two foot high walls, you know, that would be a nice yeah. little bit of poetic justice, I think. So, mm. that, actually, again, we, we finish in Baltimore, so that's unfortunate. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. Over the Mount, what do they call it? Mount Walt- Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah. That's yeah, a good that. pun. But yeah, I mean, and this is, again, and we've mentioned this over the last couple of weeks, but this is in spite of the injury issues that the team has had. This team has been all banged up. They've they've been full of Mr. Bill from SNL. They they haven't had much injury, injury luck the last couple of seasons in general, and 2023 has been no exception to that. And again, here they are in the mix, which makes... <laughs> I think people sort of already even like say like middle of June when things weren't looking too hot at all. People were already sort of resigning themselves to the fact that uh, the Red Sox would be sellers come the deadline in a couple of weeks. Uh, that picture becomes far less clear and that not, not necessarily a bad thing as we sit here um, for the all-star break. Uh, but J- Jake, you had a point? Yeah. So I, I, when, when thinking about the upcoming trade deadline, I sort of am like I'm kind of at peace with it either way and let me explain myself because last year there was they had JD, they had Xander, they had Avaldi, they had Vaz who they ended up trading, but there was like legitimate pieces that could go out at the deadline um that you felt like you know weren't coming back. I mean some of them whatever. This year it's really just if you're looking at just expiring contracts, because I think next year they're going to be a pretty legit team, probably. And Turner looks like he's a solid DH for us. Martin Kenley, like now, that's... whether he opts into next year, the way he's hitting, you would oh, assume right. yeah. no, he's going to hit the open market. So you uh, could put him in that conversation of expiring contracts. Well, one but way or the anyway, other. yeah, uh, it's really just Duvall who probably gets traded regardless. I think, and Paxton. That's like the those I was are the only. say Paxton's the one guy who could get yeah. you like a legit That's one like That's notable it. enough of a, of a return. So, so you are, of, are you here on like the air for the let it ride for the most part? You kind of uh, say, right. Like I wouldn't. I guess my point is I won't be upset whichever way they go because it's really just like what do you want to do with James Paxton? Because I don't think. Nothing that Heim they could Bloom end has up done. extending anyways, right? They, yeah, they could use the depth. Nothing that Heim Bloom has done for the first four years would make me believe he's going to go like rent somebody, and that'd be stupid. There, there's no reason to do that. Like, if you're going to make a big trade right now, I assume he's gunning for somebody with at least another year, if not two, of control. Or you know, if you're going to buy, it's going to be like some meddling middle infielder. That yeah, it's like, no real hired gun mercenary yeah, that's exactly. just going to be off the books. Like, we're not getting a anyways. Kyle Schwarber or something like that. You know, that that type of thing. Yeah. Liam, how do you how do you see the, this situation unfolding over the next couple of weeks? I am uh, – I'm, I'm looking at their schedule right now. Um, 
Now, now's the time uh, to strike. If they're going to make a let's, push, let's buy. Let's buy, guys. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I, I, I don't see why not. I, I wrote this. I'm in looking the... at. I had a bunch of people telling me that August's schedule is like daunting. It's it's not. It's really not, folks. Let's go um, through it. So, well, first of all, let's go through after the All Star break because they're in Chicago fair, for three fair. games, which I will be there Friday night. I'm so excited. Uh, in Oakland, and then three at home against the Mets. All three of those teams are sub 500. By the time I wrote this in the brushback article, by the time that two game set against the Braves starts on Tuesday, July the 25th, you're gonna have a much better idea of where this team's gonna go. That's maybe a bit of a cop out answer, but. I mean, this next slate of nine games right after the All-Star break, I mean, this could really propel the team forward. And then you got games against Kansas City. You got games against Detroit. You got games against Washington. Like you mentioned, you have to go to the Bronx middle of August. It's a lot of um, mid. And then I mean, Houston hey, twice. It, it, the a Dodgers Yankee-list judge is... Or a, not, a judge-list Yankees is is not much better than any of those previously listed teams. Doesn't yeah. doesn't move me. The only thing that's frightening is, is Astros for four. But then you got... And that's in Houston. But then you come back, Dodgers for three at Fenway, Astros Houston for three again. at Fenway to wrap yeah. up the month. That's tough. But really, it's it's the that's last week strike. and a half of August that's daunting. But yeah. if they – I mean, that series against Oakland that we just wrapped up with the sweep, that, that's the first time all year I've seen them actually, like, beat a team that they should <laughs> yeah. beat. Um, yeah. Be September's more, September's yeah, more daunting than August. Look at September. KC, yeah, but then Tampa, Baltimore – the Yankees for four at home, you know, maybe judges back by them. That's maybe more of a riskier yeah. prospect. You play one bad, you play two, two bad teams. Yeah. Toronto, Texas, who just took two or three from, which is nice, but the White Sox, that's, I mean, yeah, they September's took two or three from us. There. That's six games. You play six games out of, out of like 25 against yeah. bad teams. Yeah. That's tough. But mm. again, who knows what the team looks like. It will win that. Uh, l- that let me run. ask you fellas this. If we were to buy, what do we? What do we buy? Just starting pitching, right? I don't even know where you else need, you need. You need starting pitching, a starter, or and you need middle, middle infielder. infielder. Yep, that's exactly um, what you need. Liam's right. That's that's pretty much all I can think of. I mean, the like bullpen. what caliber middle infielder are you gunning for, though? Someone who knows how to fucking field no, I know, the ball but story is coming back. Hit maybe I'm not, a and I'm bit not better a, than I don't love the whole like he's our deadline acquisition, but he, I mean, he is like coming back to the roster pretty soon. Uh. You're not going to push him out. Well, then you still need one more, I guess. Yeah, but. I need I need someone who can generally field and can hit higher than their batting average or their body weight. Excuse me, their batting average higher than their body weight. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds harsh, but that, that's kind of what we're looking for. Again, it, it's amazing that this team has been able to stay five games above 500 and, relatively speaking, in the hunt uh, with an absolute. Just nothing burger out of the shortstop position all season long. Yeah, Pablo Reyes has had his oh. moments here or there. You know what I mean? But they're, they're, they're like bottom three in collective F war out of shortstops in all of baseball. Their shortstops what's have been What's Fennessy got over here? So, so I was just, just doing a quick like Google search to see if anybody had like preliminary, like way too early to predict trade deadline targets. Shohei NBC Boston literally published an article eight minutes ago. Um, oh, that's well. Let's take a look. Fits, uh, fits your boy. Um, speaking of middle infielders, Paul? on this list, Paul, Paul Young? Young, baby. Yeah! Let's go. He's the missing piece. My third eye was open the entire time. I was playing the long con. <laughs> other, th- other than that, the rest of this list is relief pitchers and starting pitchers. Um, 
Relief pitchers, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's you, you always hurt, grab one if you're right? gearing up. Right. But, but, but I don't. I, the bullpen's actually not bad. Either. They need guys I mean, it's to, not a major to innings to start the game first before they need relief pitching. Yeah. I think if they could cool. get like two starting pitchers at the deadline, rentable. Maybe one control. Who are the starters that they mentioned in that article, Liam, out of, out of curiosity? Uh, let me run through them real quick. Giolito, Lance Lynn. Okay. So, nope. White Sox. Pillaging no the White Sox. No Giolito, uh, newly single. Giolito. Yeah. <laughs> talk, about a, talk about a news dump during the home run derby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, he's, go, he's going through Sorry, it, folks. No, prayers yeah. up, prayers um, up to yeah, Lord carry him now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this. Uh, I mean, we're basically just pillaging the AL and NL centrals. Um, Stroman's on this list. Kyle Hendricks. Jordan Boyd Montgomery. Jack Flaherty would be interesting, maybe. Um, I'd take Jack. Yeah, I mean, the upside's been I, I there. I could fix him. Yeah, I, I could fix him. Like, the upside is there, but buddy, so is the downs. Yeah. Um, He's a, other than that, I mean, old friend Ed is on this list, which I feel like that's kind of been... People have, like, half-heartedly been saying that all season, but... Um, uh, Michael Lorenzen, sorry. He's controlled for the next couple years, right? No, he can opt out, Fitz. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, there you go. Sorry. Uh, also, has he been on the mound at all recently? Because yeah, he pitched. The other I game. haven't heard from him in like a month. Yeah, yeah he, he came cooled back. off, but um, yeah. And that relief relief pitchers wise, yeah, none of those none friend, of those names inspire. It's not going to be anything too flat. I mean, yeah. the flashiest is probably Giolito out of that. You know what I mean in terms of a, a big name. Giolito or Flaherty, really? That would be. And Flaherty's just sort of you know. A name there. It's not like he's yeah. been it's like he's... terribly productive as of late in recent. Again, he's been up and Re- down. Reclamation project. Yeah, um, it, it would be an inspired. I could uh, I could fix some project to um, mention what Jake said. But uh, yeah, again, it, 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 knowing how low this team has been, there's worse things uh, that this team could be at right now. Than, uh, I, I mean, honestly, if you told me a month ago um, that we'd be, right be talking here, you... about buying at the deadline uh would have spat in your face sorry <laughs> um but no i mean on halfsy night they're in the mix Liam. on halfsy's night that's all you can ask for let's be honest um you know we're we're a little we're a little spoiled but uh we've scored the sixth years. most runs in in baseball yeah, I mean, they had a great yeah, month and a half to start. They had that horrible month lull, and then they they, they kind of bounce back, bounce back, you know. Yeah. Hmm. So, speaking of those halvesies, do we want to get into them? I'm ready to get into them. You ready to get, get into, into the halvesies, Jake? Gosh, I I guess. All right. After this word from our presenting sponsors here at the second annual Havsy Awards, we'll get into them. All right. Ad break right here. All right, welcome back. Second annual Pond on Lansdowne Havsy Awards. We are so happy you could join us for it. Fitz, Jake, Liam here to uh, MC the events here. If you want to follow us on social media, if you, uh, if you, if you want to follow us after the Havsy Awards, if you check under your bag, there will be a link. Uh, under your seat, rather, there's a, uh, there, there's a link to our Twitter account, at Pond on Lansdowne. I'm at Fitzimo Pena. At Liam Fennessy underscore at Jake Wallinger is where you can find us on the Bird app for as long as it exists. And if you want to call into the show, if you have a question or comment, you can give us a buzz to our voice mail line 617-420-2431, 617-420-2431. Havesy time, gentlemen. You see, you guys were teasing. You had some good ideas uh, for awards, so I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited to hear where you guys are going to go. 
But let's start off with a, a special guest uh, presentation here to start things off, all right? Work our way into this. I've got three awards in the chamber for me. I've actually got four. I take that back. i got four. Uh, and then we have a, a list of guest ones here. And one of those is over the monsters, Jacob Roy. He's oh, presenting Jake. our first award tonight. Could you believe it? Jacob Roy with Over the Monster is giving out the Max Kellerman Award. The Max Kellerman Award during the first half of the season for worst take of the year. Oh. oh. <laughs> is it me? No. Oh, the Max okay. Kellerman Award goes to... Little drum roll. Rival executives for their slander of oh, Masataka yeah. Yoshida. Yes. How That's about a great that? Call. That's a great call. Yeah, that's a great pick. That that chicken shit anonymous uh, executive there who was quoted in the ESPN article saying, "I have no words." Well, y- you got to have a couple words here because you've got to come up and accept your award and give a speech. So, congratulations yeah. <laughs> uh, to those executives uh, for just being wrong about Masataki Yoshida. What what a revelation! Who's uh, who, who's the Blue Jays GM? Is it Shapiro? Because I mean that leak had to have come from the Blue Jays front office, ben, right? Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Yeah, they were yes, hot. Actually. They were hot about it. Let's just say, for the sake of the argument, that Masataki Yoshida was actually good <laughs> at baseball. Okay. Logically, therefore. Oh, Ro- sorry, it was it's Ross Atkins. Atkins. Yeah, Shapiro, Shapiro's so. in Atlanta now, right? I mean, he may be part of that front office, but he's not the GM. It's oh, a Greek-sounding last name. I forget it off the top of my head, the GM of uh, the Atlanta Braves. But Oh, no, no, oh, Liam. Uh, Shapiro's Thank the you, pre- Liam, yeah, Yes, that's right. Shapiro is the president and CEO of the Jays. Gotcha. Ah, there it is. It just keeps getting promoted. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Jacob Roy presenting it to uh, rival executives. Well, thank the you, Max Jake. Award. Yes. Yeah. Fellow Jake. Yeah, I mean, OTM's got about 15 Jakes on the Jakes. payroll. So, yeah. I had to specify. Not our yeah. Jake, but Jacob Roy. Uh, which one of you wants to take the next award here as we uh, play the send-off music to the rival executives here they, they, they've uh, they finished their speech what's the next award let's keep this going i'll go all right jake you're up take it away jake right. so this is one i gave out last year I brought it back it was my favorite one the, this is the <laughs> award for the biggest surprise oh <laughs> <laughs> <Ow! laughs> no and, and fellas it was a surprise <laughs> you're technically correct um I'm going Jaron Durant. I don't know how I could be anybody else. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, do you mind if I piggyback and give him another award right back? Uh, yeah. Throw, throw <laughs> I, I, I have one. To, I have one to give him too. So. Okay. All right, so well, he'll, he'll, he'll accept all of them right now. The award I am giving to Jaron Durant is the Shaquille O'Neal. I owe you an apology. I wasn't sure. familiar with your game award. Sure. Yeah. I he mean, certainly yeah. deserves one. And Liam, That's what's yours? Uh, mine is the uh, brightest scientific mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. The uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we gotta get we gotta get last week. Our, we gotta get maybe Sophie does it or Alana. You guys go up there the into the award. mic and be like, Jaron Duran is a three time winner tonight. Like, <laughs> he's, he's gonna look like Michael Phelps on that SI cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Hold, holding out his arms uh, like all the all the medals on his arm. All we kind of touched on him last week, but what what else can you say? I mean, I had I had I had written him off. I was done. Mm-hmm. But. He's my he's my center fielder, folks. Genuinely deserves a ton of credit for how he's yeah. turned it around on and off of the field. Yeah, um, he had all that time. I mean, I don't know. How, I don't know where he found the time. I mean, he was doing the research. 
uh, <laughs> he's just that talented, you know, to it's, get his game right. Well, you always have to research on like down path, like that. That's <laughs> nailed it, got it, you right. know. Um, okay. so it was just a matter of incorporating the baseball stuff, uh, his hobby because his day job he has always been great at. Yeah, he's always been right. in the lab cooking. Um, do you know he leads the team in F four? <laughs> what? Is he really not now that he's now that Look he's it up. eligible or whatever? He's got about 100 or so uh, fewer plate appearances or at-bats uh, than Alex Verdugo, and he's still got like a 2.2 F4, I think. God. I know that because I, I put him into the brush back. I had a, wrote a whole thing on, you know, shouting out Duran, saying I was wrong from a year ago, how much the times have changed. He leads the team in F4. Um, I really and- was not familiar with his game. He deserves a ton of credit. The way he's been able to sit back on breaking pitches as of late and just drive the ball, he's looked good on his jumps on defense, which that was a problem with him in center field. Need I remind you of the Ramel Tapia inside the park disaster class? The the Ramel Tapia incident. Right? Yeah, right? The the Ramel (laughs) Tapia. The Sydney Sweeney game. Oh, yes, right. Oh, that was that that game? It was the Sydney Sweeney game. Oh. Which we don't yeah, talk like, about enough. Sydney Sweeney wearing like that like forties, fifties jersey. Yeah, great jersey. Back. Great John. Great, great jersey. She knows ball. Sure. Um <laughs> All right. Yeah. That'll be oh, all our more, Sydney Sweeney more. talk. We don't need to Yeah, because it could go off the rails. Yeah, we don't need it to really get into it. Jake, oh, Jake will um, be barking. One more note on Jake. <laughs> 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 the cartoon wolf. All right. All right. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. One more note on, one more note on Duran. Um He's third in the league in doubles uh, with 27. Freddie Freeman leads the league with 31. Um, how many more games do you guys think Freddie Freeman's played than, than Duran? 25. I mean, I'm going to guess he's played 25. I'll say 30. Well, I mean, you guys are on the high end, but high. it's 19. But still, okay. that's not like – So I was way off. Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's three weeks worth of games. Uh, the but they keep benching the Duran. It's that, well, that's true. That, that's hey, we don't need to get into AC right now. This is Duran's moment. He's he's winning three awards. <laughs> well, that's actually a great segue, Jake, oh. because we have another guest award, friend of the program, Doink Patrol. Oh, nice. Oh, Part thank of Pesky you, Doink. Report. Guest of the show in the past was on for our uh, Twitter, baseball Twitter Hall of Fame induction, Doink. After seeing one of the lives, I forget which day this was. I could look up what it was, but I'm too lazy to look up which day it was. She went, well, I've seen today's lineup, and I would like to give Biggest Troll Award to sure. Alex Cora. He does a yeah. little trolling. He does a little trolling. He does a lot of trolling. It's called he, he does, does a little do a trolling. Tro- yeah, I'm sick of it. <laughs> at some point, like, Durant, you have to take the swimmies off of Duran and let him play against lefties. Itself. That's why I think Heim's going to trade Duval like, in the next few days, because you got to take it, like, out of his it's, hands. It's, it's, it's going mean, to be the scene for Moneyball. Yeah, it literally. <laughs> that and Kike. I mean, it's like, what are you doing, pal? What was it, Sunday? People are like, well, Duran's not playing because it's up against the lefty. That's yeah, why Duval's I don't give First of all, fuck. Duval was in against righty, like, the, righties like the day before. He started yeah. against the righty. Second of all, didn't Durant, what, he had a double or a home run off of a lefty? Like, in that same run. game? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, he went oppo on, on a <laughs> yeah. lefty. So, yeah. like, the monster at some point, at some point, something's got to give, and you got to let the like, is he going to be a full-time player? Is he going to play 150 games for you in center field? Or is he just a platoon guy? You have to answer that question sooner rather than later. He's earned a shot to be that 150-plus game guy. 
uh, out there in center field, patrolling center field. So it's also it's also not like Duvall. I mean, I know that first week was fun, but he's he's been legitimately bad since he came back. Like, it's not like you're benching Duran for this a streaky player. That's this what he veteran that's been with the team for years, and he has this track record. Yeah. Like, like he's. I mean, he's steady what? enough defensively, and he's up and down. He's helter skelter uh, at the plate. That's always been which Adam in helter skelter fits. Which is up and which is down? I'm going to guess just because it's up and down. I'm going to say Helter is high, Skelter okay. is lower. So Duval's been very Skelter lately. Yep. Makes me want to listen to Helter Skelter by the Beatles right now, though. Now that you talk about that, but yeah, makes no. me want to. Makes me want to. Jake's on a roll today. <laughs> well, one of them, them released from jail today, didn't they? What? What? Yeah. yeah one, one of the of Manson women. Yeah. Did you guys not see that? No, I did no, not. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, let me. Let me. Are they in attendance tonight at the Havsey Awards? <laughs> Probably. The first thing they did. Um, yeah, 36 minutes ago, the New York Times former Manson family member Leslie Van Houten is released on parole. Millhouse relative. I was going to say in a relation to Millhouse or Kurt. Do you know who that? Uh, do you know who Millhouse is actually named after? Richard Nixon. Yes. Yeah, Richard Nixon's middle name is Millhouse. Yes. I don't know where the Van Houten comes from. Maybe that. That's a dark place to pull it from. But Our musical guest for the Havsey Awards is Kirk, singing oh, out Can I Borrow a Feeling. Oh, what, so, what's wrong, Liam? What's so, uh, no, I'm just looking at Duvall since he came off the IL. Yeah, no, it's uh, bad. It's 24 bad. games. Um, the OPS is 565. The on-base mm-hmm. is 253. Uh, he's got two home runs, five doubles, um, 14 hits, and 80 at-bats. And meanwhile, Duran's hitting like 600 in that. <laughs> he's, the world he's gotten same. better since Duval came back. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, AC, man. Uh, I'm yeah. going to need Heim to step in. Speaking of, um, speaking of Cora, I have one uh, in his honor. Uh, well, oh. at least his name. You got an award? You have it the is, floor, my friend. Next, Avzi. It is um, the Alex Cora's Best Friend Award. <laughs> oh, sure. That's easy. And, uh, who, who else could it be but Kike yeah. Hernandez? Kike, Come on down. Kike, Kike. Uh, I, wanna, I just want to make – I still love Kike for what he did in 21. Me too. He has a soft spot in my heart. We love God Kike love Hernandez. I got a bobblehead. We'll, we'll, never, we'll never take that away from him. He's, gonna, he's a perfectly fine utility guy coming off of the bench here and there. Well, That's the thing it. is, though, Fitz, the thing is, though, he's not right now. He's actually been bad, like acting exactly. – like, not even yeah. like that. He's not OPS, doing anything well. I think his did his OPS drop below 600 this last few week? Uh, let me see. I mean, that's not going to cut it anywhere. That's... I forget who tweeted it during the home run. We're recording Tuesday night right before the All-Star game, a couple hours before the All-Star game, but during the home run derby. Someone on Red Sox Twitter, it was, it was hilarious, had the, tweeted the uh, Pete Alonso like, preparation picture that's been making arounds yeah. from last year's home run derby, and it said Kike Hernandez getting ready for the pop-out to shortstop derby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, it's over. I think I could say it with pretty with. I'm, God, I can't. He's played I mean, seventy nine games, guys. He's played seventy nine games. We've got to activate Story. We've got to activate Reyes. It's over. Yeah, you got some. You got to make room somehow. Yeah, he's the gonna o- make a great OPS bench is, coach for AC one day. The, the OPS is six oh two. The OPS plus oh, he's is close sixty two. Oh. Oh. <laughs> What's his, what's his war, right? It's like negative 1.5 or something, right? It's, it's putrid. Absolutely putrid. I, I, uh, I don't know off the top some, of my head, but it's got to be at least like on that. At least on baseball reference, it's only um, 
negative 0. 0.6. Oh, I don't okay. know. I don't know how that's so I give him some credit. But again, F war like the the shortstops for the Red Sox collectively have been like bottom two or three uh, across the league. Thanks in large part to Kike because he's played so many games at shortstop. Ah, excuse me, talking through a burp, but played so many games at shortstop when that's that's just not what he is. You know, can't it's blame not, a guy for, for something that he's not. I, I suppose. Um, but yeah, yeah, Kike Hernandez is a Havzi Award winner tonight. He's taking so he's taking home some hardware. So that's right, Jake. Do you have another um, Havzi Award that you want to give out? Oh my gosh, I do. Let's hear it. This is the. Uh, award for worst or best. I don't. I actually don't know which way you would read this, but crimes against humanity. Um, and this one's going to Caleb Ort. Oh my god! Who, who is without a doubt a bottom five pitcher I've ever watched throw baseballs for the Red Sox. You said that uh, about a lot of guys over the course of the podcast's life. Over the course of the pod fits, I'll tell you who the three are. I mean, I know it rough the time. I mean, it's Brazier, Diekman, and Ort. Yeah, uh, that's the but Brazier, right at, Brazier at least was good for the Red Sox, so remove him. And you got my two least favorite players the last two years, Diekman and Ort. Um, but yeah, uh, just awful. Every I, I, every time he comes in, it's a a, a bloop and a bloop and a blast. Uh, dude stinks. Seems like a nice guy though, so that's I'm unfortunate. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's it's a nice unfortunate guy. that he gets the award. Grab a... <laughs> hey, an award's an award. And a, yeah, you know, something for <laughs> hey, something for the trophy shelf. <laughs> I don't have I don't have an award tonight. You know, no, that's true. No, we could give ourselves awards. We run the show here, but I'm not like that. You know, we, we got right. some uh, we got some integrity here. Yeah. So Caleb Ort, uh, did they DL him or IL? Excuse me, canceled. I don't I know. Think, I think he might. Be, I don't know what happened to him. When I was when I was coming when I was coming <laughs> they up, shot him. These, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Tending to the rabbits. He never called. <laughs> the rabbits. Uh, he never called. <laughs> He's coming. <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when I was coming up with these, he didn't cross my mind. Once. Well, they've got like um, four guys <laughs> on the Phantom right now. Yeah, I, I had. I I, know, I didn't think of Ford. I tried. I try not to. If I if I can help it. <laughs> It's Mayhew's memory holds. It's, 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 those yeah, traumatic memories that, that you repress. <laughs> Another pitcher getting an award here. Big night for pitchers here at, at the Havsy Awards. Again, baseball Twitter's biggest night, the Havsies. The Elon Musk Award for excellence in avoiding being a family man goes to Corey Kluber. Oh, shit. That was my... That's uh, a good one. Okay, so my, my I had the family man award. For who should be a family man, and Corey Kluber was mine. Well, he, excellence in avoiding being a family man, like the richest man on the planet, because, my God, does that man hate his family. He'd rather tweet about having dick-measuring contests with other billionaires than see his children. Uh, but, yeah, Corey Kluber, man, it's been real. You in your heyday, great pitcher. It's just it's just not happening right now, man, you know? Your, wi- your wives, you could have a nice little family life going forward, and instead, you know... Here you are now being delegated to the bullpen. Thank you for your contributions. Thank you for your input. But now might be time to be a family man. But he disagrees, and that's he why he's getting this happening. What's that? What's that? Uh, Christy Brinkley tweet about um, Stephen Hawking. Steve, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, it was what Christy it? Alley, right? Yes. Excuse me. That's who she. Meant. She passed a couple years ago. She right? did. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, she said, uh, thank you for your input. <laughs> that, <laughs> you, you had a good go at it. Thanks for your input. <laughs> Jesus it, Christ. Yeah. Just don't say anything. If I die and Jay tweets, you had a good run at it. Thanks for it. But just don't put that, leave that in the drafts. I don't, I don't need that. You know, don't, don't kick me when I'm down. Don't kick me when I'm dead. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about Mr. Kluber. Kind of an unremarkable, I mean, he hasn't pitched in like a month, right? Feel, feels like it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. I, See, I, yeah. have an, I have an award for him too. Well, oh, gee, look at us all on the um, same page. We're clicking. Yeah, it could have um, it could have gone to Kike, but I figured he already meddled, uh, so I couldn't give him another one. Um, but it's the worst ten million dollars ever spent award. <laughs> 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 all right, that's all he uh, got. I thought he got more than that. I'm pretty sure it was ten mil for both. Still, right. I figures, man. That's still yeah, good for Somewhere him around there. Right, but. good for him. Good work if you can get it. Can't can't hate that. Maybe that's why he's not a full on family man at this point. You know, it's can't knock yeah. the hustle. Yeah. Guy getting a bag, <laughs> there. He's chasing it. We're gonna patch someone in here for an award. Oh. They have their own spiel, folks. They recorded oh it. Rose Mountcastle, friend of the program. Oh, thank you, Rose. Thank you. Our, Rose. our our Baltimore correspondent. She yes went a little beyond the lines. Not just talking Red Sox oh, stuff here. Outside folks. the lines. We're talking. We're talking MLB here. Full on MLB. Oh, wow. We're talking about average players. I'll let Rose explain right here. Hello, my name is Rose Katz, and I'm the Orioles correspondent for this podcast. I'm choosing to present an award celebrating the most average players of the first half. In baseball, like all sports, there's a focus on the truly elite and also the truly terrible. However, what about the perfectly average players? Using OPS+, ERA+, and War from Baseball Reference, here are the first half's most average players. By OPS+, there are four hitters with at least 200 plate appearances and an OPS+, of exactly 100. There are Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies, Owen Miller of the Brewers, Nick Prado of the Royals, and Yuli Gurriel of the Marlins. Meanwhile, the five players that have the most played appearances with zero war are Josh Bell of the Guardians, Alec Bohm of the Phillies, Jace Peterson of the Oakland A's, Trevor Larnick of the Twins, and Christian Arroyo of your Boston Red Sox. As for pitching, there are three stars with an ERA plus of 100. There are Jack Flaherty of the Cardinals, Patrick Sandoval of the Angels, and Chris Sale for your Boston Red Sox. As for war, the top five players with the most innings in zero war are Brady Singer of the Royals, Tyler Anderson of the Angels, Jacob Junis of the Giants, Josh Fleming of the Rays, and Tyler Alexander for the Tigers. Just remember, for every Otani, there is also an Owen Miller. Thank you for listening. Skip it a button, data. All right, Rose. Again, thank you for presenting that Havsey Award. Or num- numerous Havsey Awards if you're just talking about random hitters there. Another guest who has an award tonight. Ben Porter, friend of the program. Baseball oh. lingo expert. Ben Joining in on the fun here. Ben's submission for the Havsey Awards is the Michael Brantley Everyone on the Team Gets Paid to Play, but this guy is a professional hitter award. You know who he gave it to? Massa? Nope. Turner. 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 Justin yeah. Turner. Who yeah. guys, he is I know we mentioned him earlier about you know, hopefully he opts in. I don't think he will with the way he's hitting the ball. But he he's been the last month or so, dude is addicted to driving runs in. Absolutely addicted to it. Can't help himself. Yeah, yeah no, you know, I'm, I wonder. I, I, gosh, I had forgotten it was an opt-in. I'm kind of sad now, actually. <laughs> it's, I, I looked. It's, it's 13 and a half million. I'm, which is not a ton for what no. he's doing, even with his age. But also, he's, oh, he's 38. Is yeah, he, is he going to? That is old. If, he, if he's looking that, for like that is legitimately deal, old. Yeah, but he, he does, he's not hitting like a 38-year-old right now. He's hitting like a 28-year-old. 
He's not he's not running like a twenty eight year old. That's well, <laughs> well when he's just run like he's got a PM. Well, when he's side. sending it into the gap and he's just hitting doubles anyways or hitting home runs, he doesn't yeah. have to run quickly. No, I've got no qualms with Turner. He's, he's uh, shows up and he hits. I mean, professional gosh. hitter rolls, Again, up, rolls out of bed. All, all of them hit professionally, steady. as Ben pointed he's out. Steady Eddie, but he's a professional hitter, right? Sure. So shout out to congratulations to Turner being a Havsy Award winner tonight, Jake. You got one, and then Liam. Turner, Turner's going to come up and accept the award, but he has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> didn't stop him from accepting another award, a major award, Fragile, but uh, yeah, didn't stop him Thanks, from the Fitz. World Series. Thanks, that was a joke. I know. In case people didn't know. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm ready. This is the... Uh, so these uh, It's kind of a tandem I have here, but uh, first off, it's the My Dead Grandma Award for someone I miss. Oh. Okay. Mike Monaco. I miss him. Oh, that's a good one. Have we even gotten him once this year? That's, I was trying to think. I don't think. Well, he's been on, he was on Fitz EI. Fitz is red as a tomato right now. Well, first of all, I'm <laughs> hot as shit right now. I would have this fan on, but it'd be so distracting for the recording. You so sweating? I'm taking one for the team. Like a steam fitter, dude. I'm uh, like a whore in church. In like a whore in church. Oh, that's God. my fave. Um, uh, yeah, Mike, I miss him a lot. I don't know where he is. He never called. He never called. <laughs> he's been, he did a couple games uh, with EEI alongside Fleming. And it was a nice little tease. Um, but Mon- Monaco is Monaco's great. I could definitely see Monaco being a part of the, the broadcasting team long-term. Good personality. Good job at you know uh, uh, doing the games. Shout out to him. You gotta get him on the pod. We do. I, f- I fucking love Monaco. I, and we, you know, we don't need to rehash the O'Brien-Monaco thing. But it's thanks when like Middlebrooks and Wake, are, or they're, they're having fun. They're laughing. And then you got D.O.B. is like, oh, you, you rascals. And he just can't riff at all with them. Whippersnappers, right? Yeah. It doesn't have the heart for it. Not, well, yeah, did, O.B. was able to riff a bit uh, over the weekend. I think it was Saturday. Uh, they uh, Keegan Bradley, I think, is the golfer's name uh, from Vermont. He won a big tournament, and he threw out the first pitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Liam, no. are you ch- Sorry, Liam, sorry are you somebody's... Ch- so they're coming for me. Are you choking on something, Liam? Like, are you dying over there? They had to call in the G's. Anyway, yeah, keep, sorry. Keep anyway. that in. You know, shout, shout out to uh, the ballpark's on fire. Shout Apart- out to firefighters on fire. <laughs> right. Um, but they they brought the golfer in, and Wakefield was in his glory on the golf. Ob was in his glory about the golf stuff. Ob loved riffing about golfing, and it reminded me that like there, I think baseball commentators like golf more than they like baseball. Whenever golf comes up, they're like, Oh, like I, I went to this yeah. court. <laughs> I, I went to this court and course in Arizona. As if we have any idea what any of them are talking about there. They love talking about their handicaps, where they've played, who they've played with, who's a good player, stuff like that. You know, he kept calling Wakefield a proper golfer. LB was loving it. He's like, Oh, I'm with proper golfer, Tim Wakefield here. And, you know, T- yeah. Wakefield isn't a great riffer on his own, so you know what I mean? It's just kind no, of... No, it's uh, really not. Yeah. I always forget he's there. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I really do think that... Uh, I am thankful, I will say, it was great O'Brien's ability to not riff when Bill Burr started talking about murdering his wife. <laughs> he yeah. just... He so obviously had no, no idea what to do, and Yuke was laughing. He was like, that's great, you know. <laughs> that's awesome, that's gold. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Buxton steps in. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, shout out Monaco. Shout out Monica. And you said you had a, another one that you wanted to parlay into it, Jake. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is so. And then this one is the Queen Elizabeth Award for someone I do not miss. 
<laughs> Lizzie's in a box. Uh, I gotta say Xander Bogarts. Mm, I mean, I I up. haven't. Uh, it doesn't hurt me he's, the way emotionally. Right, right, I should him. say it. I just don't. Frankly, I don't think about him. I mean, I yeah. If you, if you just said player A and gave a stats, be like, ooh, wow, the Red Sox had that guy. Yeah. Obviously, I miss him emotionally, but yeah, he has. I guess. Yeah, you know, sometimes I think uh, I gotta say I think I played that one right. I just, What's it's not it's looking in? good so far. He can't hold a bat right now. I mean, his wrist is pulled pork. It's year one of eleven. My oh. screen fell. There goes Billy Crystal. <laughs> that, that, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> my Jason Derulo yeah. moment. I fallen down the stairs at the Habsy Awards. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I um, and I think I'll miss him even less when we actually have a shortstop pretty soon. So I, that'll be cool. Yeah. So. So. I mean, yeah. I, I again emotionally, I just miss Bogarts, yeah. but it's been eleven year contract. Eesh. Goodness gracious, Liam. You're up. You got the stage. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um, God, I still have a bunch here. Uh, I'll go. Um, he's, he's, he's not on the team. He's not a member of the organization. He is in spirit. Um, but the best hitting coach award goes to Dustin Pedroia for fixing Jaron Duran. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, um, what, what, what yeah. What was that? What was that quote? He was just like, act, act like you're. Like, so he was like, just tell him to get his hands up. And he's like, I feel like you fucking want to hit or something. Yeah, like you want to <laughs> And that's what did it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, my God. My screen oh keeps falling. Oh, my God. Fitz, Goodness. we're trying to run a fucking award show. <laughs> no, I keep falling down the steps. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up that Pedroia quote, quote. You guys keep talking. They actually yeah. should just hire Pedroia. Why not? Let's have some fun. Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, God, who's who's up? This is going to sound terrible. Who's our hitting coach? What's his name? Tim Hires? It's not Tim Hires. No, it's Tim Pete. Hires is in Texas. It's Pete. Uh... Oh, Fatsy? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. he's got to go. From Durant. <laughs> Wait, actually, I might give him the <laughs> award. Now that I'm... <laughs> him and Dave Bush. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, the, the, uh, the whole coaching staff. The Fitbit. Uh, uh, impromptu award. The Fitbit getting your steps in award goes to Dave Bush the amount of times he's walked <laughs> yeah. to and from the mound. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Bruce Bochy was a runner-up. Yeah, well, he was just slow. <laughs> uh, the quote from uh, the uh, Ken Rosenthal's article in The Athletic, uh, Pedroia basically just told me, get your hands up, be athletic, act like you're going to hit the fucking shit out of the ball. <laughs> That'll do I mean, it. Folks, that's what, folks that's it's that took. easy. It's that easy. <laughs> I, I would simply hit the ball yeah. if I were you, but I'm just built different, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. It's oh. basically what he said. So, Thank you, Dustin. Uh, another award from me. The new friend in the bullpen award. Retroactively, now we didn't do the halvesy awards two years ago. It wasn't a thing. Retroactively, we could give it in 21 to Garrett Whitlock. Retroactively, the last year, we could give it to John Schreiber. This year, the new friend in the bullpen award goes to Brennan Bernardino. Yes. He's been awesome out of the pen. He's been great. Nice lefty stopper. You know? I think his... I, I looked it up earlier today. His... ERA plus is sensational. Let me find the specific uh, number on that. But no, he's been he's been great. And obviously, any lefty with a pulse has some value uh, on a field. But especially when he's pitching well, um, great find by the team. Does he yeah. is he it's under? Been... Uh, we got uh, we control. There's right? got to be team control there, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, twenty nine. 
Oh, really? Lord. Well, like, so pre-arbitration. Well, I guess he's just never, yeah, never accumulated enough service time. Yeah, just, he was a rookie last year with Seattle. Wasn't he like in the – Or no, he he's like a rookie. Next... He only played two games last year. With the Red Sox because he was rookie. with Seattle, right? Rookie no. of the year. He was with Seattle in 2022. Oh, wow. No, no, no. Shows what I know. No, absolutely. No, yeah. literally only two games. Wasn't he, was he pitching in like Mexico two years ago? He's got a really cool story. Yeah, he's got an ERA plus of 184. That's 184. Wow. Chris Martins is like almost 300. Yeah, Chris Martin. He's also like, he's been in the league for a while, so I didn't want to give Martin that. I mean, Martin's been the best. <laughs> 294 is Chris Martins. Yeah, psychotic. That's crazy. But, oh, he gives up one earned run. Yo, Fitzy, go play sex. Go play Then he goes another month of clean baseball. No one says a fucking right. beep. All right. You know, it says a peep. Then he inherits a runner on third base and gives us a sack fly. <laughs> Go play <laughs> Pointed right at you. I can't sanction that, number one. that buffoonery. <laughs> You're going to have to sanction it, buddy, if he's got a 294 ERA plus, which is buffoonery. Yeah, that is going to have to sanction it. Good. But no, yeah, because, well, Bernardino, like, just straight up out of nowhere, just sort of like how Whitlock was and how Schreiber was. Martin was already established as a solid enough of a reliever. He he had been a veteran for a while. Yeah. Um, whereas Bernardino, I think, fits into this role. A legit Was new he friend. straight garbage heap? Or uh, Yeah, he was. Yeah. Just now look at him. him. Now look at him. So, salute to him. We haven't talked about him a ton on the podcast, so he deserves that. Uh... Bernardino. Also, shout out, of course, we got to have Lucy Burge on the program here, our good friend. Sure. Lucy Burge wrote a whole spiel. Do you want me to write the whole, read the whole spiel aloud? Here? Sure. Let's hear the it. The whole thing. <clears throat> the Roy Donk Award. The Roy Donk Award. Oh. I think you should leave. Shut up. Shut up. It goes to Tristan Casas. Just says Eric, this is quoting Lucy here. Just as Eric Hosmer predicted in 2018, Tristan Casas has made himself a household name in the spirit of Roy Donk through his actions on and off of the field. Whether through his brilliant tweets, discovery of the evolution of lizards, reposting all of his fans' photos of him to his IG story after every game, or praising himself as a difference maker, Casas has propelled himself into our lives as the most intriguing Red Sox player on this current roster. On the field, whether in game, whether in an actual game or literally becoming one with the field lying in the sun, Casas has made his presence known on this team and in the city, and for that he is so deserving of this award. The Roy Donk Award, the uh, the award to the man who played the alto sax with the kink in it, who's a freaking guest of the Colgate Comedy Hour, things of that nature. Um it's Casas is just an interesting cat in general. And if he's around yeah, for a while, he Lucy really dipped the quill there. A little bit, say. right? She kind of yeah, went off there. That was eloquent. Yeah. A little yeah. bit, right? So shout out to Lucy. She, she uh, went hard in the paint there uh, and shout out to Christian, Tristan Casas being a uh, award winner tonight. Um, yeah. He is an odd speaking, guy. Speaking, speaking of um, his Instagram stories after games, I saw, I saw a tweet earlier this week. Someone was like, um, like white girl getting on Tristan Casas's, Instagram story post game after a night at Fenway challenge. Uh, and it was like in parentheses, like easy, extremely possible. Like, I love it. Hilarious. I, I, I want to try smell and get funny on. that he does that. I want to try and get on. 
Just change your profile picture for the night, Jay. Yeah, I'll just use Sophie or something. <laughs> I was going to say, right? Just sw- switch to. Ch- it still says Jake Wallinger, yeah. but it's. <laughs> yeah. I think it's quite endearing, you know? He's just a horn dog. Nice. Who amongst us? I was going to say, young, glass young houses, man. folks, all right? Yeah. Glass houses. <laughs> Hopefully they're all of age, Tristan, okay? <laughs> we don't We don't need you getting into some shady business here. We don't need that. Yeah, he's only 23. I mean, you know, he's a growing boy. He's a, he's a real boy, to quote Chris Sale. Anyone else have any awards? Because we have one more guest one, and then I have one more of my own, and then we can go into uh, the granddaddy of the night which is the, uh, the the team MVP award. But if you have any other... I've got one little kind of silly one, and we don't have to harp on it, but it's my last one I wrote down. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, this is the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice award for <laughs> biggest disappointment. <laughs> uh, and I know it's not really... There's a, This is a layered conversation, but it's Chris Sale. Uh, it's disappointing. And that's what that's what that word means. It's not it's, even his fault. It's just the yeah, situation well, in general is a disappointment. You're right. Yeah. So there you go. And that's that's my award. Well, at least he won that's something tough. tonight. You know. Yeah. yeah. At least hey, he doesn't go home empty. You compare with all those Cy Young awards. Oh. 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 You know what? No need. What was no that need. Why did I say that? Stephen A. Graphic. Nice. Uh, I might, I might no, Stephen Tyler that. Good. That was just rude. <laughs> that was that was hateful. I don't know. Yeah, why right? I said that, that was guttural, dude. That was, <laughs> who, was no need. who is that guy? No need, right? <laughs> who is that? Was somebody behind me? <laughs> YouTube yeah, apologies gosh. for Jake. That's not who I am. It's <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I don't know what got into me there. <laughs> Liam, do you have any other awards? Uh, I do. I have a I have a handful of uh, just quick hits. Um, oh, some <laughs> guys we some guys some guys we've touched on. Some guys we haven't. Um, the Least offensive option at shortstop award goes to Yu Chang. Sure, um, absolutely. Best best snacks in the dugout goes to Tristan Casas. Yep. Um, most memorable save goes to Ryan Brazier against the Angels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, I totally forgot that. Well, happened. here's the thing. Yeah, you call it most memorable save. I completely forgot it. <laughs> no, but he's right. He, he faced, I, mean, uh, I think he faced Trout, was, Otani, and that's Renfro. That's right. It was the fucking yes. part of the order. It was a one, two, three. It was one, two, three. And it, in a two-one game, no master less. class, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> he was special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> special. Yeah, how, how come we can't get guys like that? Huh? Yeah. Um, the the biggest baller award uh, goes to Brennan Bertadino. Um, yeah. Thinking of launching Two-time a winner. big big baller brand uh, meme for for him. Triple B's, and, baby. Uh, the last one I've got uh, came to me um, last night in a dream. The The biggest liar award <laughs> goes to one Wallace the Green Monster. Oh. Um, his fucking birthday. No, no, oh. not even his birthday. Well, oh. So that adds on to it then. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's just – he's racking up the lies. Uh, so I saw this man Sunday afternoon at the ballpark. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And, What's and going he on here? A, he, he, did, he did a somersault. I didn't know he had it in him. Uh, he looked really athletic. A lot of That's energy. Um, you know, during the game, post games, running around with the flag. And uh, then I see on my timeline during, during the draft, just a handful of hours later, there's a Wally in Seattle. Walking in front of Rob Manfred on the stage. You sound like Tucker Carlson right now. Yeah. No, 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 no. We gotta, we gotta blow that. We gotta blow this what? open. There's something going, going on. What's going on? 
Yeah, what what's going on here? What is the deep state? Uh, are there, I'm telling us. <laughs> are there two Wallies? Um, if so, I, that, that was that an feels... imposter at Fenway Park. <laughs> there, which one was? Which one which is, the, is the real? The real one. Yeah, which one is the real one? That's what's good. It's, I mean, I don't know. Because like, clearly he's out there for the All Star break anyway. So, who who was it at Fenway Park on Sunday? I think I think you got an imposter Wally. I got to be honest with you. I think they put their eggs into the league basket, trying to get in the good graces of the league. The genuine article I think was out there in the Pacific Northwest. Whereas you got some. Well, Fitz, I'll, Fitz, phony. I'll reject that. I'll reject that, and I'll say they sent the phony to Seattle because nobody would know. They'd go, oh, that's just Wally. There would be no critical thing. Yeah. They don't know. They didn't Wally. think that Lee we would know be Wally. sniffing around. Yeah, we know Wally. You know, if he's doing. <laughs> He's got if a birthmark we, we, on his left ass cheek. Yeah, you, you know, tell. I see that fat slob, Wally. If this I guy, see he's him. got a fighting Irish tattoo on his neck. <laughs> Sagging, right? You know, got, if got I him see, down in Cancun. You know, I know Wally. I'll, I'll see him and I go, that's not right. So I, th- I think maybe we did get the real one. I don't know. I don't, Something guys, to think about, I, though. We ha- People were talking about it. We had to yeah, bring it up. We got to take this um, right to the top. We got to talk to some. Oh, get the tinfoil hats on because this goes um, deep. Yeah. They, I, I mean, need, I need Kennedy, I need Haim, I need Henry, I need Werner. I need everybody that answered for this. A full court press. We need a press conference. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they didn't, even send, they didn't even send Tessie out to, uh, out to Seattle. Nor lefty, so. nor righty. <laughs> that's, that's true. Nor centristy. Or, uh, what, what the hell were his parents' names, Jake? Uh, Walter and Walt- Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. Mm, there you go. Yeah, they're not yeah. out there either. So. Yeah. Oh, goodness great. Well, Wally wins an award here tonight. So I've got one more, and then I've got a guest one. Do you want the guest one first or mine? The guest. Emily Nyman, our Yankees friend. Oh, nice. Our Yankees Final guest of the night. The best dad award. Best dad award for Raphael Devers, because no matter how Garrett Cole is performing in a season, Devers always leans into his role of fatherhood by sunning <laughs> Garrett Cole every single chance he gets. Very heartwarming stuff. That is what Emily yeah. said. We think that's Emily beautiful. For actually, part of that. Yeah, and it we've is. talked about that, and it's a beautiful thing. You know, you could set your watch to it. Yeah, you go. Oh, Devers Cole, at least a double. Yeah. just a dad and his yeah. boy. Probably a home run. Playing Probably. some ball. You know, he's it's just. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm not a big user of this phrase. I think it's cringe. But Devers really does have some real estate in Cole's head. <laughs> he. He really. I mean, it's, it's a true. real. It's a very rent, real thing. Rent free. Rent free. Some would say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 15-year-olds on Twitter would say rent-free. That's <laughs> <laughs> Rent-free. Uh, anytime Devers steps in the box against Cole, it's electric, Fitz. Yeah. Again, it's, it's, it, it just brings a smile on your face to see a father and son bonding like that. Um, his walk-up move should, should be father and son by Cass Stevens whenever he goes up against Garrett Cole. That would be a nice <laughs> little touch for that. My last award is best moment of the first half. Best moment. Oh my God. Some people might say it's the Adam Duvall Walk off and run early in the year against Baltimore. We were there. Maybe later. they would say we it was the walk off. That was my World Series. Yeah, some say it was Verdugo who hit the walk off against the Minnesota Twins. That the whole review thing, and then you know the call stood, and the Red Sox won. Could be a number of things. I say the best moment of the first half was the foul ball fiasco on Father's Day when that little kid threw the foul ball out of the stands <laughs> and onto the field, and his little brother threw a ta- temper tantrum. I still think about that. I was fucking awesome. <laughs> I think That's it's that. One. I think it's that, or I legitimately think, um, um, what's? Oh my god, Bill Burr joking about killing his wife. Is, <laughs> like I really was Horrible laughing yeah. my ass off sitting on my couch. <laughs> 
it was surreal that that was like I that was on Ness and he was like, yeah, I could throw my wife in the LA River. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know. Uke was like, you're right, actually. Yeah, there's there's water in there at that at that time. If John Henry or Sam Kennedy was working the board that night, they put their fist through the control board trying to censor it, like put like the uh, like the beep like technical difficulty screen on uh, if they were controlling that night. But uh, no, shout shout out to that family still. The the, the brings a smile to my face whenever I think about a nice hearty chuckle. So you can we can name them best family in the year. You know who's worst family of the year? Yep. That Liam, we don't, don't even oh, have the, to say the, the Masa. Don't found, even have to uh, say it. Yeah, yeah. Don't even have to say the, mili- the Masa militia is still hunting them down <laughs> to this day. We will bring them to justice. <laughs> the Yoshi Yakuza, <laughs> caught and compromised to a permanent end. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to kill them, folks. That's not, no, no, we're not, no, not going to kill anyone. We're not going no, to bury them at sea like uh, Bin Laden. But anyways. The big one here, team MVP. So here's how this is going to go. I'm going to pull up really quickly what the fans said. The fans of this program at Potter Lansdowne, thank you for voting if you did. There was a Twitter poll. I think it might still technically be open. No, I, I, it was, I started it this morning. Uh, I set it for 24 hours. I don't know why I did that. I uh, should have set it for a time limit for when we were recording. But I asked people who they think the MVP of the first half is. I gave them three choices, and I also gave them the choice to say someone else and they could reply with a fourth option. Three options from three to one, because it's very clear who people think the MVP is. In third place, one Jaron Duran. Sure. As we mentioned. In second place, Alex Verdugo. He's had a very fine start to the year. Fine first half. But the fans' MVP for the first half of the 2023 Red Sox season? Anyone want to take a guess? I think it's one Brian Bayo. Brian Bayo, as it stands right now, with 14 yeah. minutes left in the poll, I'm ready to call it here, though, folks. I'm already ready to call it. I've seen enough. This is seen enough. enough. I've yeah. seen enough. Uh, 42% of the vote goes to Bayo. I'm inclined to agree. I have. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's been he's been the steady. He's been steady when we needed him. I mean, he's 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 grown up right before our very eyes. He's a man now. <laughs> I think I agree as well. I'm very proud of him. Um, I think about him at night. I dream about him. And I love him. He leads the team in innings pitched at 24. I mean, there you guys. go. They're letting him go. They're letting him go six or seven. He's got like no, a, almost no. a 160 ERA plus, too. Like he's the like, ERA plus is 151. He's here, there man. There you go. Well, close and to considering now how in shambles the rotation is to have someone who is sturdy enough going forward, um, that's huge. That That – that's worth its weight in gold. How many so. warnings has he thrown than than Paxton, Liam? Uh Paxton's at fifty six. So yeah, because he started after yeah. like a month of change. What's right? Bayo at seventy four? Bayo's at eighty. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah. so there there happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's Brian Bayo. Yeah, I got nothing. I got a Liam. Do you concur? Um, I mean, I had my own answer, but yes, Brett. Well, let's hear it. Oh, the girl well, reading my, this. <laughs> well no I, are we i didn't know if we we all had like different answers we all just saying mine was bayo mine oh, was also bad okay mine i was gonna be different um oh, okay you know, let's hear it trendsetter yeah i i am going justin turner sorry Ooh. guys oh the old man uh i yeah. said i had a dark horse in our text message that is a dark uh, horse. in our group chat that's um, a red horse folks but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i think um he's in the lineup every day He's producing. We all miss JDM, watching him hit home runs every night in L.A. 
But uh, if you really look at the numbers, they've they've been pretty similar. Well, Jake, uh, you pointed out that like their weighted runs created is basically even. Yeah. No, it is. It is even. Well, there you go. Yeah, they're <laughs> both. It's one twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah, but I just think which you wouldn't think. He, and Turner's WAR is a good bit higher because he he goes and plays some defensive innings. He actually, you know, does a little bit yeah. more than hit. But uh, yeah. I think he's he's a steady presence in the lineup, which they needed. Um, and I think in terms of five guys in the clubhouse, I think he's done wonders for guys like Duran. Um, so I, th- and I think it's Turner. adorable how he reposts every home run on his Instagram. Stories. Oh, he's just, that's the cutest he's shit a wholesome man. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin Turner is my MVP. It's, uh, not, um, I don't know, I guess a surprising pick, but well, I, I like it. Worthy of the consideration. I, I disagree, yeah, but I like it. Yeah, no, it's just I know he's not the overwhelming favorite, but I had a got to show him some love. So, yeah, shout well, out, shout out JT. Well, folks, that's the second annual Hamzy Awards. That's going to do it for that. Drive home safe uh, from the venue, and if you want, you could stick around for the after party for the Hamzy Awards, which is the Immaculate Grid. The Immaculate Grid is coming up right after this break. All right, we're back. Final segment here, Pot on Lansdowne. It's grid time. You know what it is. Final segment of an episode means we're doing some Immaculate Grid. We're doing the second grid posted on Tuesday here. What is the today? The, it's the 11th. 11th. 11. 11. Oh, I didn't get a Slurpee today. Damn it. Go get your Slurpees, Fuck. folks. Is it too late? Right, it's like 6.15 now. Do you think it's too late to get a Slurpee? I think I might still have some time. I don't know if there's a time on it. Yeah, well, some 7-Elevens have a Free small Slurpee? Right? I'd take that. What's your favorite Slurpee flavor? Blue raspberry. That's a good pick. So I, um, I, I'm, I like... a, I'm a sicko. I like to mix them. Ooh. Chaos. That is kind of weird. I can't I say, say I've cherry. a Slurpee in like 10 years, but. The Coke ones are good too, but I like the yeah, cherry. Coke, cherries, nice. blue. Mix it all up. Yeah. So Why nice not? Cosmic treat. gumbo. Cosmic <laughs> Sort Slurpee. of cosmic gumbo. Um, but yeah, the second of the two Immaculate Grids today, when I found out that there were two, it was so happy this morning. I could do at least one of them to scratch my itch until we recorded tonight. I always have to catch myself on Tuesday to not uh, cheat here. Uh, but again, Immaculate Grid, you know the rules by now. Three by three grid. Jake, you have the honors. Yep. What's our grid looking like here? Well, fits our our, uh, our rows here. So that's our left uh, teams on the left. From top to bottom, we're going to go to the Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the New York Yankees, and the Philadelphia Phillies. That's top to bottom. And then our columns here, left to right, we're going to go the Houston Astros, the New York Metropolitans, and a 200-hit season batting. All right, Liam, you have the floor first. Where are we starting on this grid? I'll start top left with Dodgers and Astros, and uh, I'll go with our good friend Kike Hernandez. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. It's a very good one. It's probably under Enrique Hernandez, I would imagine. Uh, I just typed in Kika. Yeah, you're wrong. Two percent wrong. Oh yeah, now two percent. Are we trying to be a little sick here? Yeah, we got to. As sick as possible, right? I mean, if you have to go with a normie, I got I got a good one for for Astros Yankees. Okay, I have a good one for Astros Phillies. I think Astros Philly. Hunter Pence. That is a very good one. Yeah. That I mean, that definitely qualifies. Hunter Pence. Oh, yeah, 11. Years, man. My God, that's higher was, than I thought I was, it would be. I was going to go Ken Giles. I put him in on mine. He's 5%. Ah, uh, all right. 
sicko answer here for the, to finish up that column. Astros, Yankees. I feel like not many people are going to say Carlos Beltran. Mm. Oh. Actually, I disagree, but I, I, so. I was going to say Marwin Gonzalez. Oh, <laughs> that's way better. Fitz, do Marwin. I think, I think Carlos is going to be better, but I'll do it because you guys. I got Mar- Marwin's at 4%. Huh. Well, Carlos is 10. Well, there you go. Shows what I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I delegate. There you go. Uh, Liam. Oh, oh God. Um, Mets, Yankees. Mets, Phillies. Mets, Yankees. You could do uh, Beltron. Beltron played it. for the Yankees, right? I'm not. He did. Oh, yeah. He did. No, yeah, he signed. Saying. Yeah. After, um, after 2013, he signed yeah, with them. That's right. Um, God, let me think. I had a lot. Of, I had a lot for the. That Everyone's going to say Scherzer for Dodgers Mets. Everyone's going to say that. Yeah, that's going to be the big popular one. Oh, Dodgers uh, Mets. Curtis Granderson. The Grandy Man can. Oh yeah, Curtis. I, I, I was always a big Dodgers. He was in the World Series, and I think seventeen for the Dodgers. Two percent, eighteen maybe. A lot of people. I was a big Curtis well. guy. He I was like a good Curtis. player. Really, really good player. Good card in the show too. It was ninety-seven. It was good this year. <laughs> um, Mr. Wallinger. Yeah, no, I know. I'm thinking here. Uh, I mean, 200 hits. It's got to be. You kind of have to go a bit normie on this, I and mean, I'm sure yeah, there's guys you do, here and there. Yeah. I mean, like, for the Dodgers, though, that's – I mean, Mookie's done it, right? I don't know for the Dodgers. Ooh. Steve Garvey do it back know. in the day? Steve Garvey? It, it's kind of tough. I don't know the Dodgers. I do. I feel like Steve Garvey was playing every day. Yeah, and he – you know, Garvey was a pretty good player. Yeah, fuck it. Do him. Whatever. Steve Garvey? Yeah. Uh, Is Liam telling me not to do that? Yeah. No, no, he's good. He's 13%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Steve Garvey. All Steve right. Garvey. I'm putting, I'm putting I mean, 200 hits for the Yankees. I feel like you have ample options here. For 200 hits, Phillies. I mean, you could do Michael Jack Schmidt. You could do probably Pete Rose, I would imagine. Bobby Bray will have 200 hits. I don't know. No J- way. J-Roll had no to because he won MVP. Yeah, uh, yeah, J Roll's good. It's just J Roll's cool. You think Utley? Utley ever got two hundred? I, I would say Utley probably got two hundred as well, but I would say more people would guess Utley. I feel like he's more notable. Uh, okay, all right. Jimmy How about forty six percent? Jesus, everyone said J Roll. Yeah, oh. I don't. I'm not. Sh- oh, damn. <laughs> I just I pulled up Bobby Abreu. He was closest he came was one eighty three. Yeah, I was gonna say he. No, he was too much pop for a two hundred hit guy. Well, good thing we didn't say Bobby Abreu. Um, 200 hits Yankee. I mean, let's, let's try and get as weird as we can for this one. You think just, Bernie everyone, ever did it? I know everyone you think Bernie ever did Mayhew? Bernie might've done it. Jeter definitely did it. I mean, that's I, your safe yeah. answer. Um, trying to think of high average guys to maybe. Teixeira. Yeah, no. Cheryl's a good hitter. I don't think of him as a high average guy. I want Bernie. Bernie? Bernie and his guitar. Bernie. Bernie and his guitar. That's right. <laughs> Bernie Williams. Oh, that's a good one. Good one, Jake. 4%. Okay. Mike Francesa loved himself some Bernie Williams. Absolutely loved Bernie. All right, so what do we have left? What do we have left? So we need a Yankee and a Met and a Philly and a Met. Liam. Ooh. Hmm. Should we say Batansis for Yankee Met? Batansis, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, geez, I forgot about him. 
Philly Philly is three percent. Ooh, okay. Some good sicko answers here. Fuck, I shouldn't have said Jimmy Rollins for that. We would have had a really yeah, sick Rollins. score here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a backbreaker there. That's my. I'll, I'll wear that. That's my bad. Uh, Phillies Mets. Last one here. Seaver didn't pitch for the Phillies. Phillies, Mets. Phillies, Mets. I don't think Steve Carlton ever pitched for the Mets. Again, just trying to think of, like, sicko here. I actually don't know. I I actually, I, like, uh, <laughs> this is hard. Jamie Moyer ever pitched for the Mets? I don't, I mean, Jamie Moore pitched for, I'm not willing to take that risk. Pedro. Oh, yeah. that's a great one. That's a Pedro. great one. Pedro's really, really good. And, and with the Red Sox there. Pedro's a great pull. Good job. Thank you. 7%. 91 right. on the rarity score there. That's pretty again, good. That, oh, yeah. been, that should have been way lower. That's my bad on Jimmy Rollins, but that's pretty good. Yeah. We, we stay immaculate. Let's read here. Um, most popular answers. Uh, Dodger, Astro, Zach Greinke. Uh, as I sure. mentioned, Max Scherzer, most popular Met Dodger. Jackie Robinson, Dodger with 200 hits. Derek Jeter, Yankee with 200 hits. Jimmy Rollins was the most popular answer for the Phillies one. Fuck me. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, Daryl Strawberry, excuse me, uh, Mets, Yankees. Garrett Cole, half the people said that for Astros, Yankees. Roy Oswald for the Phillies and Astros. Oh, oh really? Yeah. And then Zach Wheeler for the Phillies and Mets. That was the most popular one. Oh, so. gosh, yeah. Well, pretty good grid well, there. Well, Sub 100. Job, You'll take that, fellas, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's Sub right. 100. Some good sicko answers in there, and included Pedro for for the Red Sox. So, works out for us. So, all right, is that going to do it? Anything else? Uh, you guys excited for the All Star Game? Well, Jake's going to be seeing Mission Impossible. I am. Yeah, I'm going to be missing the All Star Game. But you know what? Uh, there's probably not even going to be a Red Sox player in it. Most likely. I kind of just hope Kenley just. Gets an extra like, day of rest, just, you know? Just yeah. sits, just uh, yeah. chills. So, that's okay. Had a sweet suit on earlier today. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Styling mint, profile. Mint, mint, yeah, I got a date color. with Mr. Movies himself. We'll, we'll see, see you at, at the, the movies. movies. Jenks. <laughs> oh, man, so. Will you yeah. fellas be seeing uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1? I've still only seen the first one. I've, I haven't. Even I don't. Seen I don't feel like I can go unless I've seen them. All. Guys, he is out there trying to save movies by himself, <laughs> and you He's can't support out of him. Planes. Yeah, Jesus. And I've still only made it like thirty minutes into the second one. Skip I, this! I, I told you, skip the second one. Stuck. It's not <laughs> good. I haven't seen any of them. Second one's not good. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna head to the uh, Boston. Are you seeing an IMAX? IMAX or Dolby? Dolby. Dolby. Sophie needs her recliners. Yeah, that's really that's she really starts, the deal breaker. She starts Ow! if we don't get the shins with the feet right. Ow! Women, Ow! am I right? Ow! If you only listened to Jake's interactions <laughs> about and with Sophie on the podcast, you would think that Jake fucking despises her. <laughs> uh, Jonah some Waller here. I love some boomer Jonah humor. Wait, what did, what did you say? He said Jonah Wallinger. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> for Jake, well, you can't leave just yet. For Jake, for oh, Liam. Right, okay. We haven't wrapped up. For all of our guests on the Housie Awards, again, thank you to them for participating. 
I'm Fitz, you've been you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pawn on Lansdowne. We'll see you after the break, after my trip to Chicago. I'll tell you all about it on the next episode. But until then, go Sox. Obey your mother. Obey your mother. Obey your mother. season have fun and knowing that better times are ahead for the baltimore orioles oh damn you mother